Hey guys, it's your girl Etta, also known as the CEO paralegal, author, legal consultant, legal educator, and of course, your host of the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. Join in on the fun by downloading, subscribing, and sharing our content. You can also take your support further by hitting the coin icon on the Let's Talk Paralegal website, where as a thank you, we will provide you with exclusive content, news, and maybe even some swag. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause and share your support now. episode, I will go over how ending a chapter in your career is a sign of growth, whether you were fired, laid off, or voluntarily left. Transitions can be tricky, especially when they are unexpected or something you've been longing for. Trust me, I've been in all scenarios throughout my 20 plus year career. So here are my thoughts on the matter. Listen in for more. Need an extra set of hands for a case that requires a little more investigation work? Check out our proud sponsor of Season 3, Affirm Investigative Solutions, where you get the tailored and personal care for your case when you need it most. With over 10 years of experience, Affirm Investigative Solutions makes the process easy. Set up a call, develop a plan, and then execute that plan. Affirm Investigative Solutions, the litigation partner that has your back. Hey guys, it's your girl, Etta Rosa from the Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about transitions. So transitions within your legal career, how to handle the unexpected ones and how to take on new challenges that are going to lie ahead, right? So listen, we all get fired. We all leave. We all there's a whole bunch of different ways that um, our career can go, whether it's decided for us or we decided on our own. So these changes can be hard and really leave like a strain on us emotionally, financially. So today I'm going to provide you with some tips on how to ease the shift, how to change your mindset to be better prepared for yourself and for your next chapter. Um, because at the end of the day, it's all about how we control our reactions and control our minds. Um, that's what's going to keep us going. That's what's going to keep our ambition. That's what's going to keep our motivation. Whatever that looks like in your world right now, um, these tips will help you both personally and professionally. So without further ado, let's just hop right into it. The first tip is putting yourself first, right? So this is the simplest way to shift your mindset, yet it's kind of the hardest way to implement um, unfortunately, I have read many self-help books and they all include self-care in some way, shape or form. Uh, this is all about allocating a certain period of time daily to yourself, whether it's drinking a cup of coffee in silence, alone, picking up, um, a, you know, your phone and just speaking with someone that you really want to hear from and that you really want to have a conversation with. Uh, it doesn't have to be a full-on spa day or an, a lavish vacation every day. But, you know, it could be 10-minute activity or maybe just a moment, a breather, maybe just a simple deep breath. Uh, it could be an hour or a day. It, you know, it depends on really what's going to fill your cup, whether it is literally or figuratively on a daily basis. And it's crucial to assisting you on focusing on the next decision and the next step you're wanting to take uh, during this shift, right? During your current narrative. Uh, we all love to create 
realities. We all, our brain gets the best of us sometimes. And it's really nice to just take a break once a day, twice a day, three times a day, take a nap. I mean, hell, you know, whatever it is, um, depending on what that looks like for you, you know, what, what is feasible. And, you know, to all my parents out there, I do it. I have two little ones. I own my business. I have my husband. I have a fur baby. I have many responsibilities. And each day I find time to allocate just to myself, whether it's again, just 10 minutes, reading a chapter at night, meditating, going to yoga class, Every day I find one thing at least for myself as Edda, not Edda as a mother, wife, daughter, friend, et cetera, et cetera. So finding that moment in your day where you can just relax, be yourself and do something that really fills your cup is going to help you not only to fill your actual cup, but it's going to help you to spread that love and spread that attention. Um, and that way it doesn't leave you so exhausted at the end of the day. You know, sometimes we run on high so long, eventually your battery is going to run out, right? Just like our phones, our computers, all our technology has a battery life. Um, and that's up to you, you know, whether when are you going to actually charge? When are you going to recharge? So definitely put yourself first. Tip one. Tip number two is evaluate your wants. So knowing what you want, those next steps is really important, right? What what are those next steps going to look like for you? If you haven't listened to my episode nine of of this season, season three, listen to it after this one, because it really breaks down on how to separate what you think you want from what you actually want. Our minds play trick on us again, right? So it can create narratives that do not exist. And in turn, those create your realities. So for instance, if you're in a bad place financially, and it's probably because uh, you don't know your worth and you don't know what you're truly evaluated, um, your return on investment. So next time when you're job searching and you're looking for that next position or that next venture, um, Let's talk about money, right? Think of everything before, during, and after hours that you need to invest time and or money in order to live a comfortable lifestyle. And I say comfortable, right? We're not talking about lavish lifestyle. We're talking about day in, day out, comfortable lifestyle. So this may look like the amount of hours or miles you need to invest to get to and from work. After dropping off the kids from school or maybe doing a monthly expense when, you know, our monthly expenses have gone up, unfortunately, and due to inflation, rent increases, uh, utility usage, uh, gas, all these little things we need to actually calculate and put into consideration when we talk about money with our future or current employers, if you're looking for a promotion. You see, these are all things that you need to look at in order to really evaluate that return on investment theory, right? So how much time am I investing truly to this job? And how much of that am I actually getting compensated for? So after all the taxes and the medical and all the stuff gets taken out of your paycheck, what are you actually going to be receiving? These are, you know, everything is a numbers game. So you need to play with the numbers, need to see what your monthly expenses are, what your hobbies look like, 
you know, what are those expenses or what time needs to be allocated there? How much hours are you actually putting in versus how much they're actually telling you that you're going to work, right? We all know nine to five is not really nine to five, especially now when we're so accessible um, due to phones and laptops and tablets. So understanding what your reality actually looks like versus the pretty picture that they paint in the interview process or your day-to-day process, right? So I call this the book syndrome. When you open a book, let's say you just open up a book and it's like a random chapter. Well, you're not really going to understand the entire book because you just read that one chapter, right? So you need to read the book from start to finish in order to actually know and understand the entire book. And your story is not any different. You know, it becomes, it can come out of context. You need to do it in chronological order, right? All this, right? Because we're not going to read the book backwards. Although I have heard some people do that. Um, They actually read the ending before the beginning, but life doesn't work that way, right? We don't know what the end game is really going to look like. So we need to read our book from chapter one to the last chapter. And that way we can actually create a real true reality, what's really happening versus what we think is happening. So really breaking it down, either in writing, saying it out loud, recording, um, digital, any digital format, you know, there's a lot of whiteboards, a lot of uh, vision boards, um, notepads, just little simple things that whatever, however your, your minds can captivate that reality for you in the best way uh, created, you know, whether it's cutting out magazine pictures and putting them on a little poster board like we used to do when we were in elementary school or when it's a digital format, you know, uh, Canva is great for that. Uh, vision boards. I use Canva for everything. So definitely check them out. No, not sponsored by them, but hey, open to the opportunity. Um, but it has to make sense to you. That's what's most important. This has to actually make sense to you. And you have to be careful because sometimes what makes sense to you is because either other people are telling you that it makes sense or that you're not realizing it, right? So recording it and playing it back, listening to yourself makes you understand, wait, that doesn't really make sense. Maybe I should tweak it a little bit. Or maybe if I do this, thinking outside the box, being proactive, really breaking it down. Um, It's the only way that you're really going to understand your true version versus the obstacles that you love to create, right? We love to create these obstacles in our head about our current reality. Like, I can't get that job. I'm not qualified. You know how many underqualified people are in these positions? Uh, probably one of your bosses is one of them. Understanding that you don't need to check all the boxes, unless obviously it's an attorney position and you need to be barred, uh, you know, unless it's a, obviously a mandatory requirement. But in general, you don't need to check all the boxes to go for it, especially if you're looking and pivoting for a promotion or growth in general. You've been in the industry long enough if you're looking for this promotion to understand the ins and outs of that particular position. So own it, go for it, you know, outline all those things, all those necessities, and you'll be fine. Trust me, the worst they can say is no. So you move on, you ask for feedback. Okay, well, why not? You know, what is it that I need to do in order to get this position? What are you looking for? Ask questions, stay curious, stay focused on your goal. No, for me, is a new opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to understand what's actually going on. 
and what I need to work on in order to improve. Now, don't mistake a no with, you know, uh, critical um, feedback, right? So let's say no, because you're always late, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, those are simple things you can change, right? If you're always late, um, that means that they feel like you're unreliable. Um, you know, so you got to like weed into the, the the feedback, right? Don't take it personal. You ask them. So, you know, embrace yourself. Sometimes um, emotional intelligence is not, you know, people are not trained on emotional intelligence. So they'll probably tell you in different ways. Um, what you need to hear. So it's up to you to decipher that and not take it personal because you asked for it. You asked for the feedback. So take that feedback and be like, okay, what were they really saying? Let me stop taking it personal. Let me stop feeling defensive. Let me stop being offense, offended and really understand what they actually said. Okay. So I'm always late. How can I fix this? How, you know, I know maybe the transportation traffic, you know, you got to see all the things that are out of your control and plan for that. Right. Um, understanding and really breaking it down. Okay. So they want me to get certified. Okay. Let me start looking into certification programs. What's affordable. Are they going to pay me back? Are they going to compensate me? Are they going to give me a raise? Or are they going to pay for it? These are questions you need to kind of break it down. Right? So when you get that feedback, you review that feedback, break down that feedback and then say, okay, I got this. These are my next steps to get to where I need to be. Right? Sometimes it's not going to be an automatic. Yes. Um, When you're in these interviews, ask the same questions, you know, hey, I am certified. So are you going to compensate me or give me CLEs towards my certification? Are you going to give me paid time off to actually attend conferences to get my continuing education? What are you going to do for me? Because according to your job description, a certification is required. So what are you actually going to give me in return? Because as you know, once you're certified, there is a continuous cost. Um, if you're not certified and one of the requirements is an education in paralegal studies or legal studies or whatever studies and you have that degree. OK, well, I paid for this degree. Uh, what are you going to you know, what's the compensation? Because over here, you know, you're giving me an entry level base um, income, but yet you're asking for all these things. And I paid for that. Nobody paid that for me. So, you know, real raw conversations, uh, create expectations from the get-go. This is what I want. This is what I need because I've already invested in myself and I'm now going to invest time in you. And for those of you that are looking for candidates, be prepared. Understand that this is the new version of employees. You need to understand that they are looking at the full picture, the full return on investment. If you're requiring me to be in the office day in and day out, what are you giving me in return? Are you giving me gas cards? Are you giving me transportation options? Um, Are you near a train station? Are you near a bus stop? Understand that if you are going to require certain things like reliable transportation, are you going to compensate or provide a version of compensation for that reliable transportation. Let that sink in. Tip number three, discuss these expectations, right? This is what I was just talking about. So knowing your wants and your needs, those are two different, right? Just because you want a certain income, but you need to pay the bills, You have to be realistic. Always start high. That way you can negotiate your way lower. Never start where you want to be. Never say, I want $60,000 if that's really what you want. I want 80 and then work your way down from there. That way it's a more negotiable um, 
um, I guess, strategy. And so your needs before you go towards the next step will give you the understanding and the confidence of making these moves, right? So when you're confident and when you actually know what you want and what you need, you get that ambition, that motivation to move forward and to actually create this real reality versus just this dream that you've been chasing, which um, one of my good friends actually posted a TikTok the other day and I loved it. She goes, stop chasing your dream. They're not going anywhere. You need to go for it. So I love that. And I'm taking that from her. So you must evaluate all the parties involved and see how it directly will impact not only you, but them as well. Right. So we can't always, we can be selfish to an extent. Um, requiring $150,000 pay when they obviously can't afford that because they're really upfront with the actual income, that's unrealistic. Go for a company that you know can afford you, you know, because you're setting the expectations high, which is great because you probably have everything to back it up, but don't go to a company that you know just cannot afford that because it's a waste of time on everybody. They've already allocated their budget. That's why they're very front forward with the, um, with the income, right, on their job description. So you have to take that into consideration that they are already upfront with the actual, you know, budget, which is really what it is. It's a budget that they've allocated for this position. And if they can't afford you, they can't afford you. So you move on to a next one that actually can go into the rooms that you know will be able to give you your worth and your value. Okay. And maybe in the future, that company that you so wanted to work with, once they grow a little more, you can always go back and get what you want with that company. So definitely evaluate everything, not just your side of it. You see, when you get caught up in people-pleasing and perfectionism, that sometimes comes with being a legal professional, right? Because we always have to be on top of things. God forbid we miss a deadline or two. Um, It it will literally create chaos, right? So we understand that. Um, we tend to lose ourselves and our wants in this process, right? Because we're so focused on the deadlines and the tasks that we forget, oh yeah, I need to eat, right? Like, huh? like think about the last time you actually had a real lunch where you actually separated yourself from everything, from your phone, your laptop, your everything, just separated yourself and literally just sat there, looked at your food, not took a picture of it, looked at your food and actually enjoyed your lunch. I'm sure like maybe 10% of you out there listening, maybe say yes. So I understand that perfectionism and everything comes with that. But if you want a certain position or a promotion or whatever your next, next steps look like, opening up a business, whatever it is, you must seize the moment and take that opportunity. The reality is we have opportunities all around us. But yet we're fogged up in our own obstacles and our own excuses. And we don't see the information that is right in front of us. We don't see that opportunity that's right in front of us. We don't enjoy life. That is literally, that's why they call it the present, right? Because it's a gift. So understanding that life is all about choices. We can choose how we influence where we influence it. And we can continue throughout the rest of our decisions to make it until we see ourselves in that spiral, whether that spiral is going up or whether that spiral is going down again, that's your choice, right? So choices create realities. 
So you have to understand that. I'm going to leave you with this last thought. Make yourself a priority because if you don't, no one else will. And that's it for now. Until justice is served, I'll be here. Bye. decline in productivity, lack of motivation, or even high turnover at the law firm? This is probably because there is a lack of tools and training. Maybe you are seeking to enhance your skills and knowledge. Look no further than Eda Rosa LLC, your premier provider of law firm staff training services and legal education for all legal professionals. At Eda Rosa LLC, we understand the importance of continuous learning in the legal field. That's why we offer comprehensive training programs designed to empower your team with the latest legal insights and strategies. Etta Rosa speaks both lawyer and paralegal, which provides her with the edge you need to get your staff where they need to be. Whether you are looking to sharpen your skills, stay up to date on industry trends, Etta Rosa LLC has the resources you need to succeed. Our flexible training programs can be customized to fit your firm's unique needs and schedule, ensuring minimal disruption to your day-to-day operations. Say goodbye to outdated training methods and hello to cutting-edge legal education with Eda Rosa LLC. Contact us today to learn more about how we can help you and your firm thrive in today's ever-changing legal landscape. Click the link below and schedule your 15-minute chat today.